0: Share potential, where we delve into the world of mindset and how shifting it can help you unleash your full potential. In each episode, your host, certified master mindset coach, Jane, will guide you on a journey towards self-discovery, growth, and empowerment to help you unlock your innate abilities, overcome limiting beliefs, and achieve your ultimate goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to unleash your full potential on this exciting journey of self-discovery. Hello, welcome everybody. Welcome to episode number 34. Today we're going to talk about how to communicate better. So I wanted to have an episode on this topic because the other day I was doing a workshop with a corporate team as a team building activity. And I shared this with them and it blew their minds away and for me this is something that I've known for a long time and this is something that I use quite often this is something that I've like I have it embedded in my system so I don't really think of it as a huge deal but for someone who doesn't know about this I think it could be quite powerful to help you communicate better with other people it's also to help you understand what your decision-making style is, what you rely on when you make decisions. So if you ever feel like you're not getting through to anybody when you're communicating, you're speaking the same language, but for some reason just not understanding each other, this might be the answer. All right, so most of you know that I am a mindset coach. And one of the things that I use when I'm coaching is the person's information channel, how they receive information and how they share information. And the reason I do that is because we all have these different channels that we rely on the most. So if I don't speak to my client in their preference, it's almost like their own language, then they will not hear my message. No matter what I say, they will not hear it. It's almost like, that book called Five Love Languages. It's almost like a love language, but for decision making. So we obviously use our senses in receiving information. And so we'll go through these different types of information channels. So first type is visual. So if you are someone who loves looking at nice pictures, who really care about how things look, if you pay attention to a lot of details in how things look, so it could be your clothes, it could be your hair, it could be, you know, your interior design, anything that you do, anything that you touch, anything that you produce, if you put a lot of emphasis on how it looks, then you might have a preference or primary channel for um, visual cues. People with visual preferences, they like wearing nice clothes. They might be into either fashion or they just like wearing nice clothes and they might pay attention to what they wear and how they present themselves in, in front of other people. And when you're speaking to these people, they will use references like, oh, yes, I see. I can imagine this. Oh, show me more. So what they're telling you is that they like seeing things. They are interested in you presenting something that they can look at and that they're telling you that they are Primarily focusing on their visual cues or visual channel to make that decision. The second decision-making language is auditory. So this is when you hear information through your ears and then make that decision. Obviously, we all hear information, but it's all in the detail of how it's being said. Sorry, everybody, I've got a really bad cold, so my voice just... Keeps going up and down, so my voice might get rusty every now and then. So, for auditory people, they would be very sensitive to noise. They would be very interested in how things are being said rather than what is being said exactly. They will use words like, Yes, I hear you, tell me more, yes, that sounds great, or that sounds good. And again, They might be very sensitive to how they also pitch their voice and how they sound as well. So they might not be talking or speaking on high pitch or super low pitch because they are very sensitive to sound. And I have a friend who says that when you have someone over, if she doesn't have music, then she feels like the silence is just deafening. So I think she could be someone who is very auditory because she is sensitive to all those things. So third decision-making language is kinesthetic. So these people rely on making decisions based on their feelings rather than anything else. So they will be very sensitive to touches, um, their bodily senses, maybe smell. They might say things like, it feels good, I might not do it because it doesn't feel right, or my gut feeling is x, y, and z. So what they're really communicating to you is that they make decisions based on their feelings and their gut feelings. And the fourth love language is auditory digital. This is the type of people who have conversation with themselves or they Think things, things through and have a conversation about it with, your, with themselves and make decisions. So people who, who have this preference will say things like, I will think about it. What do you think about this? I think. Say they, they like using that term thinking But the key thing that I want to communicate is we obviously all have these five senses. We can all hear. We can all see mostly. We can, you know, feel things. We can touch things. We can smell things. So the important thing is how can you use it? So listening is obviously very important. Listening for how people are communicating, what they are saying, what words that they're using and also what is not being said is very, very important. So just because someone says, oh, it sounds good, doesn't mean that they're auditory. You have to listen in long enough to understand the pattern that person might have. And you might want to do it with yourself as well. Once you identify it in yourself, then it will be very easy for you to identify it in other people. And secondly, if this is With someone that you care about and you're close to, then you can ask them without assuming what their preferences is. Is that do you like seeing things rather than hearing? Do you prefer sound? How would you like to be communicated? If it's someone that you are not very close to, for example, a colleague or a boss that you want to communicate better, I just recommend that listening in very intently and carefully to pick up cues on which um, decision-making language or communication language that they use to communicate. And then if you feed it back to them, meaning that communicate in the way that they like communicating, then you are more likely to get through to them. So, for example, if your boss, let's say, is auditory and you are visual, instead of saying, Can you see this? Show me what you've got. Can I show you? You can tell them, would you like me to explain how I've got to this conclusion? Would you like me to talk you through my findings? How I've created this result and ask them what they would like to say or what they would like to hear more of. And in that way, they will feel like they are really heard or being heard. So, try this technique and let me know if it helps you in your communication. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Unleash Your Potential. I hope you found today's episode helpful in your journey to reaching your potential. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss an episode. If you want to get in touch, you can always find me on Instagram at unleashyourpotentialig or by email at unleashyourpotentialpodcast at gmail.com with no space. Remember, keep prioritizing your growth and your potential. Until next time, bye.